You're listening to a podcast of the Sunday morning message from Grace Christian Church in the city of Cork on the beautiful south coast of Ireland. We hope and pray that it will be a blessing to you. Hallelujah! And you know something is happening. But we showed this last night, so just before I talk briefly, just a short thought really for the new year. This is a clip from a movie called Schindler's List. Did anybody ever see that movie? Okay, so maybe half of us saw it. So this is a movie about uh, a German Nazi who uh, grew up and was uh, alive in World War II. And there was uh, a terrible persecution against the Jews. And this movie um, shows us, it's the end of the movie, because this man, at great personal cost, rescued over 600 Jews, and he could have paid for this with his life during World War II. And something very interesting happened. At his memorial service, years later, they held a memorial service and thanksgiving for his life, and all of the people who were saved by him bought something called a memory stone. And it's something that actually is quite biblical. And it shows us the list of people who bought a memory stone to the graveside of this man. So we're going to show it in just a moment. But I do believe, are the kids going out this morning? No kids going out? No? Okay. So we can watch this. So this is showing us the, uh, the queue of people putting a stone on the grave. So let's just see it, get an idea, and then we look what the Bible says about it before we too can do something like this this morning. You can roll it there, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. So these are people who were alive and they should have been dead. And it was the bravery of this man who rescued them and hid them at great personal cost. And so this is still a tradition. If you go to a Jewish funeral, you will often see people put a memory stone on the grave of the person who died. And they do it like a memory, really, and as a mark of respect. But actually, when we look at the biblical account, and this would be just a a tradition that grew out of the biblical account, we can see this is something that happened in the Old Testament. And as we have just said goodbye to the old year, and you're starting this whole new year in your life, Let's look at this briefly and see how we can learn from this as we say goodbye to the old year and move into the new year. You know, 2016 was a whole year in your life. How long will we live? 70 years? 80 years? Maybe less? But a whole year of our lives are gone. And we're facing into another year. And by God's grace, there's an old Irish saying, May we all be alive this time next year. And may we all be in God's presence this time next year. 
thanking him for what he's done for us in 2017. Amen. Amen. And so let's look at this briefly. It's just some uh, abridged version, uh, verses from Joshua 4. The background is God's people, the Israelites, are called to move into the promised land. Many of you know the story. And as they're about to move into the promised land, they've got to cross over this big barrier. How many of us here, I wonder, had to cross over a big barrier last year? I remember praying for two men in particular with large families. They were unemployed. And they, and I joined them, fasted and prayed that they would find work. And praise God, they both found good jobs and are now earning for their families. Hallelujah. I remember a young girl with um, arthritis and was on very heavy medication. And again, we started praying that the Lord would intervene. And when she went to see her consultant at the end of the summer, she was told all traces of the arthritis had gone and she was taken off her medication. Hallelujah. And I could go on and on with stories. Even in my own life, I was praying on a personal basis that my son would marry a good Christian girl. Settle down. Marry a Christian girl. And praise God, just about 10 days ago, that's exactly what he did. Hallelujah. So as I look back personally, and as I look back in the life of the church, we had so many prayers this past year, 2016, that we can say, I stand and I declare God was good to me last year. And this is something of what we see with Joshua as they crossed over and God separated the waters of this mighty river so that they could cross over. Let's see. When the whole nation of Israel had crossed over the river Jordan, the Lord then said to Joshua, he was the leader, take stones from here to the place you will stand tonight. This is to serve as a memory on all the Lord has done for you. In the future, you will tell your children how on your journey, the Lord separated the waters of the Jordan River for you. Now, I don't think anyone is going to go down to the River Lee and just command it to cross over. We're, we're not about to do that. So this is symbolic. But I tell you this, I've never met any human being who at some stage doesn't face a big barrier. It could be your health physically or mentally. It could be a relationship. This is going funny here, guys. It seems to be echoing. It could be a relationship issue. It could be a work thing or a money thing. You know all the various things it could be. But we can often face a big obstacle in our lives. And so they were told that when they saw God answered their prayers... They were to remember it. Stop, pause, and mark it. And so we're told in Joshua 4 verse 3, take stones from here and bring them to the place you will stand tonight or bring them to the place where you are going to go to. And that's what we have here. We've got stones. Denise and I washed and scrubbed all these stones over the last month as we were gathering them. And these are stones that are just a symbol. They're not magic, but they're a symbol to remember what God has done, the answered prayers, the lessons we've learned, and also the big prayer 
for this new year. So they took stones from there, as the Lord told them. And it were told in verse 19 that when they had crossed the river Jordan, they stopped and they camped on Gilgal on the eastern side of the Jordan. And it's so important in life. And most people today are time poor, very busy. But sometimes, guys, you and I have just got to stop and pause and say, what have we just been through? And where are you going? And that's what they did the people of God, thousands of years ago. They stopped, they remembered where they had come from, and they thought about where they were going. Otherwise, your life and my life will just be this blur, and before you know it, it's all over. So they stopped, they heard God tell them about these memory stones, as it were. Now, these particular ones were quite large, but there were other smaller ones as well. And verse 6 tells us, he said, In the future when your children will ask you what these stones mean. You see, your children will ask you questions. Those of you who are new parents or you've got young children, they will ask you all questions. Who are we? Why are we Christians? And in Cork and in Ireland, it can be difficult to be different. Some of the teenagers here hate the fact that they're not like everyone else, but the day will come. They will be on their knees thanking God for their Christian heritage. Who'll say hallelujah? Because the Christian heritage that we pass on as parents to our kids is the greatest blessing they could have because the world out there will spit them out. How many times have I spoken about it? It was like last night. I saw it again. We came out of here quite late. Uh, from the celebration last night, and the people were just drunk on the streets, urinating, urinating, boys and girls, destroyed in their brains, falling around in the rain and the muck, and they tell us they're free. They tell us they're cool. What a lie. What a lie. So our kids will ask us. We set the pattern. And this is the answer they were told to give their children. You will answer your children saying, the Lord separated the Jordan waters for us so we could cross over on dry ground. We are crossing over from an old year into a new year. And you know, when I was rearing my children, myself and Denise, we always made sure they heard the stories of faith. We always would sit down over dinner every day. And we love to have Christians from around Cork and all over the world with us. And we would always ask them. I remember Paul and Priscilla Reed from Belfast being with us. And our kids were a lot younger at the time. And we were having dinner. And I said, tell me about your parents, Paul and Priscilla. They're pastors in Belfast. Tell me about your grandparents. And Priscilla started telling us about her grandfather, who was in a tuberculosis sanatorium, and he was about to die. And all he knew was that God loved him, and the Bible was God's word. And something happened when he turned on the bed, and he wept, and he cried out to the Lord, and he was healed. The man was healed on the bed. This was 1922. And so much so, he walked out of that sanatorium, got the bus and arrived back home, much to the amazement of his wife and kids who thought he was going to die within a few weeks. And 
here it was generations later and my children, I can still see their two little faces looking at Priscilla as she spoke about her grandfather's miraculous healing. Guys, these are the stories, these are the accounts, these are the conversations we should be having with our children and with one another. Why? To build up one another's faith, to hear the truth of how God can break in to our mortal lives. Or are, what are you talking about at home? What is the conversation about? There's nothing wrong talking about football or politics or the economy or whatever, but my goodness me, are we bringing spiritual conversations to our dinner tables? Because that's the future. You and I are eternal beings. And this life is very short. But eternity is forever and ever and ever. So bring the talk of God around the table. And that's what they were doing back then. And they spoke about how God separated the waters for, for them on their journey. And we're told, this stone is to serve as a memory on all that the Lord has done for you. How many people here could say that at some stage last year, God answered a prayer for you? Would you put up your hand just where you sit? Just keep your hands up. Now, if your hand isn't up and you haven't had an answered prayer, here are hundreds of people who are giving testimony that God answered their prayer. You can take your hands down. The Lord has done good for us. He's done a blessing for us. So as we start our new year, brothers, as we start our new year, sisters, some of us are happy. Some of us have mixed feelings. I love what Pastor Rick Warren from America says. Remember how far you've come, not just how far you have to go. You're not where you want to be, but neither are you where you used to be. Hallelujah. You and I may not be where we want to be, but we're not where we used to be. Where did you and I used to be? We're not there. We may not have gone as far as we'd like, but God is for us and he's not against us. And we're told as well that this prophet called Samuel in the Bible, a great man of God, a man that the Lord touched even as a child, and we're told that he set up a memory stone in the place that God spoke to him and he declared all along and up to this point, the Lord has helped us and helped me on our journey. The old King James puts it, I love the poetry sometimes of the older versions of the Bible and it said, thus far has the Lord helped me. Is that your testimony? Can you say, Thus far, right up to now, I've known God's help in my life. There was a young couple, as I said here last night, in their late 20s, and this is all new to them. But they knew that breaking into their lives were unexplained circumstances, strange connections, people who crossed their paths, situations that emerged out of nowhere. They knew God was knocking on the door of their heart. They could say, even though they're only a few hours old spiritually, thus far has the Lord helped me. God has carried me through. So for your old year, 
We're going to invite you in a moment to take a stone. Same down in Cafe Church. Barry will lead you through it in a moment. But before we hand over, we're going to ask that you take a memory stone. And the three prayers are thanking God for answered prayer last year, taking and learning the lessons from the tests or the trials you and I went through last year, and finally, the big prayer for this new year. Because everyone has a big prayer. Everyone here has a big prayer. You mightn't have said it to anyone else, but you've got a big prayer. And this is marking the past year, but it's also our prayer before God for the new year. And that's a noble thing to do, and it's a right thing to do. So here in the 1st of January, in the year of our Lord, 2017, you and I are invited to stand in one of these places that we call the house of God, in the midst of God's people, thanking him for last year and praying for this new year. So I'm going to hand over to Cafe Church, Barry and Joanne. Thank you, guys. And you can uh, help the guys and minister to them there. I'm going to call up the worship team. And we're going to sing this beautiful song of worship that so ties in with what I'm saying. And then I'm going to invite everyone to come and take a stone from one of the five baskets here. You just come and take a stone. And then you go back to your seats and remain standing. We've got a one-way system. We come up the two center aisles, and then you return back down the two side aisles. But before we do that, we're just going to sing. You can put the words of the song up, Robin. Thank you. Could we stand, guys? Even though I walk, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your perfect love is casting out fear And even when I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life I won't turn back, I know you are near And I will fear no evil For my God is are going to keep on singing this worship song so it ties into the new year so we're going to invite everyone if you want to to come take a stone and return to your seat and then we're going to pray together with this in our hands come forward guys help yourselves and Michael leads and I can see a light that is coming for the heart that holds on a glorious light beyond all compare There will be an end to these troubles But until that day comes I'll 
and I will fear no evil, for my God is with me, and if my God is with me, whom then shall I fear, whom then shall I fear? Musicians want to take a stone. It's okay, guys. Praise God. There you go, lads. He who waters will himself be watered. Hallelujah. So, this is just a simple, simple symbol something that has a biblical root in it. We're saying goodbye to the old year, but we're also praying for new year, your new year and that big, big prayer you have, whether it's healing, relational, job-wise, whether it's something to do with your education or financial, whatever it is. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask you to just put the stone in your right hand whether you're left hand or not, just put in your right hand. Would you hold it up before the Lord? And we're just going to pray. Just take one moment, brothers and sisters, as you're holding that stone up. That's a symbol here in the church before God of your answered prayers last year. 
the lessons you learned from the trial and the tests of last year. But it's also the prayer for your new year. And so as we hold this stone up, O oh God, we are standing in the heart of the city of Cork as a prophetic community, symbolizing, almost prophesying to the city you have placed us in, whether we were born here or you moved us into this area. We declare our God has helped us last year. Thank you, Lord, for every answered prayer represented by these stones. Thank you for the lessons we've learned from last year. We bring the lesson and the learning with us into the new year. And finally, oh God, for the big prayer in every man's life, in every woman's life, in every boy and girl's life, that big prayer. Hear our prayer, oh God. We ask you, Lord, that this new year, you would protect us, protect the ones we love, that you would hear our prayer now as we honor you in the beginning of this year. And as you hear our prayer silently prayed, perhaps with great anguish in our hearts. Oh, answer us this new year, oh God. And as we go through January, right through to December, would you grant us success? And would you show us your kindness? Walk before us, O oh God, and protect us all around. We remember, we declare, and we pray in Jesus' name. And for one last time, the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Remember what you prayed, brothers and sisters. Please feel free to take this home with you if you wish, and maybe look at it every now and again as a simple symbol of the prayer you prayed and of the lessons you learned. Let's just sing the song one more time before we close by the grace of God. Michael and guys. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, your perfect love is casting out fear. And even when I'm caught in the middle of the storms of this life, I won't turn back, I know you are near. And I will fear no evil, for my God is with me. And if my God is with me, shall I see a light. Let's lift our hands. Lift your hands with me. Let's sing this song as a declaration. The light is coming and the Lord will never, ever, ever, 
ever, ever let go of us. Would anyone say amen? Let's sing. I can see a light. Let's keep our hands up and our hearts up in worship. And I can see a light that is coming for the heart that holds on. And there will be an end to these troubles. But until that day comes, still I will praise you. Still I will praise you. Let's close in prayer, will we? Yeah? Seemed like a good idea to you? I think it's good to do everything we do in prayer. Can I invite you yet again? Let's lift our hands, because our hands, our hands are our hearts, okay? Just so as you'd know, as we lift our hands, we're expressing what's going on in our hearts. And I want to pray the prayer of Moses from Psalm 90 when he said, Lord, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom Lord teach us to count our days correctly teach us to use our time correctly that we may gain a heart of wisdom Lord I thank you that in 2017 you have given us 365 brand new days Lord let your mercy be new to us every morning of that year would anyone say amen and I want to pray the last two verses of that Psalm 90, I've prayed it before and I'll pray it again many times, I'm sure. Lord, let us, your servants, see you work again. Amen? May our children see your glory. And may the Lord, our God, bless our efforts and make them successful. Yes, make our efforts successful in Jesus' name. And all God's people said aloud. Amen. Praise God. We're done for this morning, brothers and sisters. Tea and coffee being served upstairs. God bless and keep you. Just a simple notice. We're not here for night church this week. We won't be here on Tuesday. We will be here the following Tuesday, however. Uh, it's a church business meeting for members only. Regular night church will return on the 17th of January. We'll see you otherwise next Sunday morning by the grace of God. We're going to play a song as you go. May God bless, keep, and go with you in Jesus' name. Amen.